This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. It is me, Petit Moi, Lori. Julia is at home sick today. Brittany, are you there, darling? I'm fresh off the exam table, and I am here. <laughs> I am so sorry I'm late. They wanted to, like, uh, reach far enough in me to pet her head, I guess. That was the <laughs> feeling I got. So I appreciate uh, I, uh, I appreciate Colleen uh, and Bradley stepping up for us. That was that was really nice of them. Yeah, Julia is, was, uh, is out sick today. I was out sick on Monday. And we have, um, because it is Mother's Day weekend this weekend, and we're very behind on spring things. So Julia was thinking ahead and booked um, our friend Larry Farr, Get Growing With Larry, so we can just jump into because oh, I know people are going to awesome. be out and about this weekend. It's finally going to be nice. Yeah. Larry, are right? you here? Hello, hello, hello. Oh, hey, Larry. Larry. I am here in the studio. Exciting. Oh, are? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All here and in the studio, reason, all by myself. <laughs> I know. The, the reason is, is because, you guys, I tested positive for COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. Not good. Just, you know, all I've had is like this head cold and my neighbor is like, oh, everybody's got COVID, it seems like. And I'm like, really? You know, should I take my little free test? And I took my little test and... It came up positive right away, and I'm, I was supposed to be going to Seattle this mm. weekend, and, you know, my mom for Mother's Day, but, I mean, she's 80. I, I can't risk getting her sick, so I just, I, I I wanted to have an old-fashioned, you know, scream and cry like a toddler, Brittany, but yeah. um, I pulled it together. Well, you can still do that. There's still that option. No, that option's always I, I available. Just re, I just rebooked my flight, and then I don't. I'm not going to get anybody sick. You know what I mean? You, you know, know what I mean? Laura, you're never too old to have a toddler screaming. Right? Cry. See, Larry, you get it. I totally get it. Which, right? Which is it? Segueing over, it's shocking that I've made it 25 years on Five Eyewitness News doing Get Growing and not have an on-air especially, toddler cry, especially when you're dealing with plants. Because me personally, my relationship with plants is a lot of tears. Uh, Larry, I don't know if you know this. I have killed. Um, I think 15 uh, tomato vines that I've unsuccessfully grown. So I don't want to brag, but you're, I'm happy you're here. You know what? I think I'm going to organize farm boot camp and send you down for like <gasps> two weeks of, you know, I have a guest bedroom. You can come down this summer. We'll we'll send you to farm gardening boot camp. Thank God. Well, I mean, Larry, I will say this, that one of the things, I mean, that I've always enjoyed about spending Mother's Day with my mom out in Seattle is we'd go and get baskets and flowers. This is a big weekend, and I kind of feel like people feel like we're panicked and behind. So with the weather this weekend 
coming up, what what are your recommendations for us? So first off, Mother's Day this year is as early as it possibly can be. And this is a great example and year for you cannot garden by a date on the calendar. So okay. air temperatures both day and night are warming up. But more important than that is soil temperatures. Our soil is so cold. It didn't warm up like it normally does in April. Um, so soil temperatures are about 45 degrees right now. And if you're going to be planting tomatoes, peppers, eggplant, vine crops, they like soil temperatures closer to 65 to 70 degrees. So I'm really telling people, hold back. Don't don't let this weather fool you. Wait at least one, if not two weeks before you get out there and start planting all this stuff. Just really pa- practice patience this year. Okay, how about could we get baskets and pots and feel good and just keep an eye on the weather in case we have to move them in the garage? How do you feel about buying Yeah, that, that you could thing? do. You could watch because um, the night temperatures are pretty good. I mean, they're warming up into the, into the 50s. So baskets and pots would be okay. Um, I would hold back at least a week on planting containers you already have because that soil has to warm up as well. But that soil okay. warms up faster than soil in the ground. So hold back on planting the containers you might have. But baskets and pots, yes. You could get mom that Mother's Day basket or that if you always buy her a pot for the front door, you could go ahead and mm-hmm. do that. Okay, and then just keep an eye on, like, what's the nighttime temperature for, like, you know, risking, you know, killing those baskets of um, Well, you know, anything when you go below 50, especially like hibiscus and tropical plants, um, okay. because you have to remember, most of the hibiscus and, and stuff that you're buying in a garden center, they've just come from Florida. So they're used to nice, warm um, weather, warm temperatures. So those, um, you won't kill them when it goes below 50. It probably it won't kill them in, uh, until it goes below freezing. But at 50, they start wilting. They start losing their leaves. Right. Um, it takes them a while to bounce back. So really, anything below 50, you probably want to okay. cover or bring indoors. Larry, okay, I- well, we, we want you to help us not waste our money either, Mr. Plant Whisperer. <laughs> I, Larry, I have a question. It's a less um, attractive question, but my yard currently looks like polka dots from three dogs peeing on it all winter. What's the best way I can attack that? Okay, you're going to want, first of all, you're going to want to put down some lime to neutralize those pee spots. So um, the dog urine is very acidic, so putting down some lime, watering that in will help. And now is the second best time of year to put down grass seed. Um, So you want to rake it, so you need the grass seed to actually come in contact with the soil. You don't want it sitting on top of old dead grass. It has to be touching the soil. Um, Put that lime down, water it, rake it. Put the grass seed down, keep it watered, and you should have grass growing within about a week or two. The best time of the year to put down grass seed is uh, right around Labor Day because our soil is so much warmer that grass seed at that time of year can, if it's well watered, will start germinating in just a couple days. You just saved my marriage, so thank you for that. You know what? Between gardening and marriage counseling, I'm here for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Larry, I have another question for you. Is, Is this the time when we transplant and move perennials uh you know a lot of the perennials can be moved right now as they come up like hostas and lots of other ones once you want to probably wait on that you do in the fall would be iris uh peonies are ones that you want to wait and do in the fall um but most other perennials can be moved right now um uh, hostas are people are always digging and moving them you want to kind of do them what i call the thumb stage so when it kind of looks like a thumb coming out of the ground it's maybe an inch Mm -hmm. or so tall that's when you uh, dig up the clump take a sharp knife cut it in thirds or fourths dig it up move them so yeah now is the time to do that that would have generally been done 
probably a couple weeks ago, and we are, my best guess is that we are two to three weeks behind right now where we usually are at this time of year. Yeah. How about, is that the same, our hostas, would that be the same application for peonies? Uh, peonies you want to do in the fall. They're ideally moved uh, later in the season after they're done blooming. So peonies, iris, um, often daylilies are moved in the fall. But I've successfully moved all of them at this time of year. But if you move them now, expect that they won't bloom this year. Got it. Got it. All right. And then could we, would we dare put pansies in a window box? Yes, pansies, absolutely. They can handle cool temperatures. Um, they can take it down to below freezing. So absolutely. Um, again, this is something that most people would be putting um, earlier in the season, like uh, um, or no, the first couple of weeks of April. But yeah, with the weather the way it has been, um, they don't like the hot weather. So maybe you'll skip it this year, but um, you definitely can still do that. I, uh, I mean, it would it would be something to put in because I feel like uh, it's going to be quite a while before begonias are ready to go in the window box. Uh, yeah, like I said, I would wait on those for at least two more weeks um, for mm-hmm. things to warm up. Definitely wait. Okay, Larry, I have a question, and this is, again, another personal question. I have tried tomatoes so many times in my yard, and I've, I'm convinced it's the soil. Mm-hmm. Am I just Should I just do above ground? Um, boxes, or can I fix my soil to grow the tomatoes just straight up in my yard? I just did a post on Facebook, and it's called Compost, Compost, Compost. You add as much compost as you possibly can afford to that garden, work it in, mm-hmm. plant those tomatoes, make sure they're in full sun, you water them yeah. adequately, fertilize them with an organic fertilizer. Compost will fix any kind of soil. If you you have clay soil, sandy soil, or even good loamy soil, adding compost will make a huge difference. So um, what I'm going to challenge you to do, and we're going to talk about this later in the summer, okay. is add a whole bunch of compost and uh, plant your tomatoes in that. If you want to do containers, go with one that's at least 14 inches or more across. The bigger, the better. And uh, plant it in those containers, and that will work as well. But Add that compost to your soil. Compost, 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 yeah. compost. Oh, I love that. Larry, what's the best way for people to reach out? And Because I love your Facebook and Instagram, but tell people what, what it is again. So it's on Facebook and Instagram. It's Get Growing with Larry Farr. And tonight we actually launched the 25th season of Get Growing on KSTP. So you can catch that at 5, 6.30, and then again at 9 o'clock on Channel 45. So 25 years I've been gardening over on the news side. Larry, that's really kind of incredible, isn't it? Uh, it's in, in, in news time, that's like 162 years. It really is, but you're always, I mean, like you're just one of the best people to talk to and you know, people always, you know, get excited when you're on just to hear because even though you tell us this stuff, for some reason, it 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 doesn't always stay top of mind. So we need our plant whisperer to remind us. Well, I think it's I mean, for me anyway, I mean, I've kind of followed my lifelong passion and it's turned into a career. So I, I'm really lucky and I'm really blessed that, you know, for 25 years of being able to do this. Well, I'm sorry that I couldn't see you in the studio today, but I'm 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 COVID Lori. I'm not Lori from Hawaii. I'm broadcasting from my bedroom. <laughs> You'll be back soon. We'll see each other soon. Oh yeah, no, we'll. I'll, I'm sure I'll be back in on Monday, and um, 
Uh, yeah, Julia, we're going to, Brittany and I are going to do this thing that we call uh, the Low J Show tomorrow, too. So, but we really appreciate your time today, Larry. All right. Thanks for uh, letting me join you. Thanks, Larry. And okay. um, don't check up on my tomato progress. You're already making me nervous. <laughs> don't be nervous. I'm here for you. <laughs> okay. I love you. Thank you. Brittany, you're busy growing a baby and you're almost at the end. Listen. I have been trying to do tomatoes for so long. So if it's not this year, it's going to be. I can't tell you how much money I have in time. That's the thing is I water them crazy. So hearing that I can fix our soil does make me pretty yeah. pumped. Yeah. And everything um, good at your doctor appointment yeah. today? You're all, the baby's all ready to, you know, get ready. She's to- six pounds right now. So at any point she could bust out. I mean, hopefully not. We don't have to do it on air. I don't think I could handle that kind of promotion. Um, Brittany, Casey's delivered two babies, so he's oh, just a phone call away. That's so crazy. When he was a firefighter, right? Like, this isn't just, like, weird like luck his he has? First, his first day on the job. Wow. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. He was, like, trying to push the baby back in to hear him <laughs> tell the story. <laughs> telling the driver to go faster because the baby was coming and he was just, like, how is this happening on my first day? That's so, oh, that's I'd great. be like, I'd be like, shut the legs, shut them, shut them, cross your legs. Like, yeah, oh. exactly. Because how old was Our, he? Uh, well, he was, he became a firefighter when he, I think he was 36. So okay. He was a later in life firefighter. That's still young to be dealing with. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, he'd already had, you know, two children. So okay. he was. Um, At least knew he, what was going on. He he did, except on a C-section, apparently you have a clay baby, and he was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what's wrong with my baby? Uh. Anyway, oh, I'm spilling all of his secrets. Listen, speaking of spe- uh, spilling secrets, the show that is making headlines around the world, we have to talk about Depp versus Heard. Mm. Um, we've got some audio. It's really... Shocking, appalling, and riveting all at the same time. Yes. We'll be right back. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Oh. Uh, here's, here's cheers to anyone having a margarita right now, wherever happy hour is happening. Olé. Right? Love it. Um, but here's the deal. I mean, yesterday, I mean, Grant knows because he comes in the double wide and every day. What am I watching, Grant? The Amber and Johnny, Amber heard Johnny Depp saga play out in front of us. That's right. Right on court TV and live streaming it. And yesterday, Amber Heard took the stand. And I believe this is week three of testimony. And it was painful to watch all of the morning shows uh, had a recap recap of what happened she is on the stand again today the big takeaway from today is how much Johnny Depp hated James Franco because he thought those two were having an affair that's the takeaway for today but this is I think a recap from my good morning America Actress Amber Heard on the stand for the first time in her defamation battle against ex-husband Johnny Depp. This is the most painful and difficult thing I've ever gone through. The Aquaman actress accusing Depp of physically and sexually abusing her, saying the relationship, which started with passion, turned to pain. He was also this other thing. And that other thing was awful. Awful thing that would come out and take over and it was 
You couldn't see the Johnny I loved. Alleging Depp's mood fluctuated depending on his drink or drug of choice. Uh, Johnny on speed is very different from Johnny on opiates. Uh, Johnny on opiates very different from <sighs> Adderall and, 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 and cocaine Johnny, which is very different from Quaaludes Johnny. She claims the abuse started when she asked him about his infamous Why No Forever tattoo, which was once an ode to ex-Winona Ryder. Heard saying Depp struck her three times. And I said, what, is it, what does it say? And he um, said, it says, why no, it says, why no? And I, um, I didn't see that. I thought he was joking uh, because it didn't look like it said that at all. And I laughed. It was that simple. Um, I, I just laughed because I thought he was joking and slapped me across the face. I just sat there thinking, how much time do I have to I figure out what I need to do because god did he just hit me i mean wow wow right yeah. yeah johnny on speed is different than cocaine johnny and quaalude johnny and adderall i mean i was just like because we do know from his own thing lots of drug and alcohol problems and so i mean i was like i don't know yeah I didn't even know whether or not to share it, but yet everybody is watching it and talking about it because it is like you wouldn't believe it if it was written in a movie. I know. It really, you're, you're absolutely, like, this is beyond a Lifetime original movie, the things being said. And public, I mean, it's it's crazy. And, and you know, we're going to have Dan Ab- Abrams, who's legal person for uh, GMA, weigh in on this, but... For, for defamation, Johnny Depp has to prove that the allegations, the allegation that he is not somebody who is abusive, he has to prove it's not true. Yeah, which was, is, it can be really hard. I mean, because there's so yeah, many legal jump arounds with like, how untrue? What level of untrue? Well, here's, here's Dan Abrams giving us the legal beagle Love speak. it. We heard her on the stand, how important her testimony. It's critical. And when you talk about domestic abuse, remember, he's saying he's a victim of domestic abuse. Up to this point in the case, he has testified. He has said he never hit a woman in his entire life. He says he was the victim here. Now we hear from Amber Heard on the witness stand who says not only was she a victim of domestic abuse, but she was a victim multiple times. Remember, as a legal matter, if these jurors believe even one, one instance of domestic abuse that doesn't have to believe all of them then i don't see how he possibly wins the case so it's a critical moment and she spoke about his alleged drug and alcohol abuse and, and other incidents and you say that's relevant it's incredibly important because if if the jurors believe that he was so drunk or so high on drugs that maybe he doesn't remember mm. that that could provide an answer for why does he think he didn't do it and yet her testimony may seem credible and the jurors could say well you know what he was so drugged out, he was so drunk all the time, maybe that provides an explanation. It also sort of sullies him up, right? There's a lot of testimony about really bad behavior by Johnny Depp. 
And that's not going to help him either in the guilt phase or if in somehow he wins this case in terms of damages. So the drug and alcohol, very relevant for both those reasons. You set the bar pretty high. They said he, he only has to convince the, I mean, they only have to convince the jurors of one incident. So can Johnny Depp win this case? It's a hard case to win. As a legal matter, and she made this point on the witness stand, she's like, I'm being sued here. She's the defendant here. It's not two people. I mean, she is countersuing him. But in the context of this lawsuit, she is the defendant here. So he has to prove that it's not true. And remember, as TJ pointed out, she, she didn't mention him by name in the op-ed piece. That makes it another thing that makes this a very difficult case for Johnny Depp to win. Well, there you go, there you right go. from the horse's mouth, huh? It's so hard. So you, he listened to somebody, and I'm not in the business of not believing people like that. I'm, I'm somebody right. who hears someone and go, I, I want to believe people. You listen to her, and you go, I don't, I don't know, but my heart wants to Goes say, out to her. yeah, for sure. And so it's like it is true. It takes one person, and I don't have a hundred percent of either of side of it so it's like well the thing the thing that dan said that really struck with me is that and it was probably you know when she said johnny on speed is different than yeah. johnny on cocaine johnny and quailu johnny and adderall there is something to be said well well people don't remember their horrible behavior if they're wasted yeah and i think that hits a lot of people Unfortunately, a lot of yes. people can relate to 100%. knowing somebody like that or, or you know, are experiencing right. that. It's like that really hits. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. you know, there's people in your life that you adore and, and you know, they some sort of substance they, makes them a different person, a different person. And they won't remember it or they mm -hmm. misremember what they remember. So to me, I mean, and now there's even, you know, more. Or things, you know, because she's going to be on the witness stand, I, I think maybe three days like he was. And, um, you know, I don't know what to make of um, Johnny didn't make one eye contact with her. He just sat and doodled and ate his gummies. And I hope he's just sipping tea out of his mug. But I, I don't know what to make. I mean, now they got the body language experts weighing in <laughs> on all of this. But it is, it is. I mean, when he said two weeks ago he had nothing left to lose, uh, maybe he did have something a little bit more left to lose. This, yeah. Now I'm going back on, like, why did he ever let this go on? Yeah. I know. You know? I'm with you. how do we unhear all of this? I mean, he's just wrecked forever. It is the biggest scandal. It's just unbelievable. I'm just glad you're keeping us up to date because it's a lot to listen to. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't, I really, yeah, it's, it is It is painful to listen to. All right, well, thank you, thank you. When we come back, Brittany, we got to talk about Housewives. <gasps> yes.